Yo, what's going on, baby? Nate Kennedy, the New Money Podcast, Episode Six: Cars, How to Not Pay an Arm and a Leg. How y'all doing, man? Apologize for the audio quality. Having to record from my phone because my mic isn't doing it for me, and obviously the library I record at is closed down because of current events and so i'm just going to deliver this one real quick to you from windsor ontario i hope everybody's staying healthy happy and sane most of all i also have a cold i have a sinus infection so um, i probably sound all kinds of different right now but it's all good we're trucking through it. we're gonna get through it today we're gonna talk about cars so let's just dive on into it baby So first, I just want to kind of open up with my sort of story with cars and and how that went. I used to be a huge car dude. I used to love them when I was growing up. But when I realized how expensive they were, they kind of just turned into tools for me. I kind of just wanted a reliable baseline one that, you know, isn't too ugly. And, you know, I always tried to minimize my cost because I knew when I started to look into getting a car when I was 18, actually, I realized how expensive it could be. I got lucky though. I found uh, this beautiful Chevy Cavalier. Uh, it was about a thousand bucks. Insurance was super cheap on it. It did me well for you know a good year and a half until I wanted a, a newer car because my Chevy was going on me. <laughs> it's it's not even like I wanted a newer car. My Chevy just kind of went into the ground. So that's fine. It was a thousand bucks, and I ended up getting a Honda Civic for around five grand. And you know that's done me really really well. And I think. I got a steal on that because I negotiated it down, got a good price, etc. So, you know, I've, I've never been infatuated to spend a lot of money on cars, but I know that a lot of people do. And, you know, it's crazy because people spend as much money as some car enthusiasts do, but they really don't even care about their car. They just kind of got wrapped up and don't really know what they're in with respect to financing it, taking out some of these awful ass loans that you're just getting killed on. And we'll talk about that later on. But I've always kind of seen cars for what they are. And, and for the majority of people, you know, I really think you should think about them as, as tools and not so much like luxurious things or status icons, etc. And so to talk about cars in general for, you know, young adults, you know, my, my millennials, my millennials out here, cars are typically one of the biggest obstacles between you and your wealth. I mean, you've probably heard how fast cars depreciate and it's because they aren't an asset. They're a liability. You know, they're a depreciating bucket of rust and that's really all they are. But they serve you well because they get you from place to place. And so it's tough because, you know, it's not only the upfront cost, but it's the costs to keep up with cars that are tremendous. You know, they they really are really super expensive. You know, there are six key expenses. So number one is the monthly car payment. That's if you took out a loan and you're you're paying it off, which I tend to not look favorably on. And again, we'll talk about that later. Your gas, your insurance, your oil changes and routine maintenance, major repairs, tires. And, you know, this is all while this car is losing a shit ton of value. And so it's it's really, really lighting money on fire with some cars and other cars, you know, you're, you're getting what you put into it. But regardless, it's a cost and expense. And sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's not. But you just need to be really, really careful with respect to selecting what fulfills your needs and, and what actually serves the purpose that you're looking for. You know, a big thing that people fall into is is they pay more because they think they're getting more quality Um, but there's a certain sweet spot and it's more anecdotal it's about five to ten grand i think you can get a solid safe 
up-to-date legitimate car between that price range and a lot of people pay more kind of convincing themselves that they can make the monthly payment that you know it's worth the safety features or the fucking back camera or whatever the case is like it just really isn't you know don't fall into that trap i I really do believe in that five to ten grand range is you can get a solid solid car you can get a solid solid car for less than five grand but you know i i just don't understand why paying 30 grand for a car off the lot makes any sense to anyone even car enthusiasts and you know for for the most part us youngins we need to think of three things when deciding how much we want to spend with respect to cars so number one we need to keep in mind that every dollar we spend on our car is a dollar that we can't save or invest number two the more expensive your car typically speaking the higher your insurance and the higher your repair costs are going to be as well as your maintenance costs so you know for example i have a honda civic baseline maintenance baseline gas but if you know if i had a mercedes-benz or something like that i have to pay for premium gas i gotta get the special fucking oil all this bullshit it's lighting money on fire so it's not necessarily the upfront expense it's the additional expenses that we kind of touched on earlier and and so the more you pay for a car typically you find that the ancillary expenses are more expensive as well Uh, and number three if you do have a room in your budget after you've invested what you really need to and you've saved all your money and you've got extra money and you really want to spend some money on an expensive car then i mean go ahead because it's a want right but make sure that those luxuries are last so keep in mind of the opportunity cost of cars every dollar you spend on it is a dollar you can't save and invest okay so let's talk about new cars like brand new cars i mean i just i don't think you ever need a brand new car they're just there's so many awesome safe newer reliable models out there you just gotta look like with my car i got it used uh from a dealership i was able to negotiate it down a few thousand bucks uh it was certified it was road ready and again it's just done me really really well you know and and there's a lot of people that get used cars off either the owner or uh, a dealership etc but i mean with new cars you guys have probably heard as soon as you drive off the lot you lose a ton off its value depending on what kind of car you get and, and what specific statistics you look at, generally speaking, cars lose 20 to 40% of the value in, in the first year. And 25% of that is just off the lot. Like as soon as you drive it, boom, uh, 25% right there. Uh, and then 15% every year after. So it's just, it's literally plummeting. And so like, why not just buy uh, a car that's two years old and you'll save that 35 to 40% right off the bat, right? If a nice, if the new model, the 20, if the 2020 costs 35 grand and you get the 2018, it'll probably be like 20 grand. It's a hell of a lot less. Again, I don't even think you need to spend that much on a car, but like, it's just like, I just don't get why you buy a new car. Financially speaking, it, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. Why are you paying 10, 20 extra grand when you can get the same for, you know, six, seven grand, a solid car that's going to do you well. Uh, just doesn't make any sense don't fall into the trap don't fall into the status icon don't don't do any of that shit you know and and looking at dealership versus buying it off the owner i'll probably do a more in-depth podcast on the on the car process uh, but either one's fine you just really got to do your homework you know i I really recommend bringing along someone uh you know that's a car expert to help you advise and guide you through the process i had my brother and his friend 
uh, who are big car guys to come and, and kind of serve as my counsel. So if you can just ask around, ask your family, ask your friends, maybe you could get somebody to come with you to give you a nice uh, non-biased opinion to kind of size up, you know, is this deal a good deal? What am I, you know, where's the value at kind of thing? And, and just kind of coach you through it because it really, really does help. It really does make a difference, uh, especially when you're negotiating the price. And we'll also be doing a negotiating episode as well. So a lot of good stuff on this topic, but just keeping it at a high level. Either one's fine. You just got to do your homework. And now let's kind of transition into car loans. <sighs> I mean, I'll tell you what, these things are, these things are criminal, how much people pay for for some cars it, it is it's ridiculous and you know what it's just because i know that the majority of people use their car for you know 20 to 30 minutes on average a day you know and, and 23 hours are, are just it's just completely vacant it's remarkable how much some people pay for a car for for such limited use you know let's 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 pay for what we need to get out of it you know and, and I, I truly believe that five to ten grand is a sweet spot great sort of area to get good value good safety features etc with you without overpaying right and i mean like let's look at an example of, of a car loan right and, and how expensive it could be so in 2019 the average car payment was around 500 bucks. first of all that's crazy you're paying 500 bucks a month for a damn car but that's beside the point you know the average consumer that financed a car did it over six years right so the average loan would be around 31,000 bucks and the interest rate for the loan would be 5.17. So you would actually end up paying just under six grand in interest over the life of the loan. So literally the amount that you'd pay in interest over the life of the loan is enough to buy a decent solid car itself, right? You're, you're paying just under six grand just to have the loan. So yeah, a lot of mumbo jumbo, but basically it costs you a fuck ton. <laughs> to, to have a car loan so really really think critically if you're considering one and, and if you are going to take a loan out on a car make sure it's not that much money and like if you if you really need a car right this second you absolutely need it i understand that but why don't you get a smaller loan get a smaller beater car until you can save up enough money to then get a, a proper car in cash buy it used in cash it's the way to go man it's absolutely the way to go if you really want to get ahead in life, if you want to put your wealth first, that's how you got to do it, man. Struggle bust your way until you can save a few thousand bucks. Buy the car used in cash. Do your homework. Get a solid car. It's it's just that simple. You know, car enthusiasts, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of talk to you in a bit. For the majority of us, nearly all of us, that's all it needs to be. Grind your ass off. Save up the cash. Get the car. Right? Save up the money. If you need it right now, maybe get a small, maybe get a small loan. If you really, really need it, if you're in a rural area, you got no money, you got this new job, I get it, I get it. Now take public transit if you can. Like just save up the money, please. I, you know, a lot of people are making long-term decisions based off short-term quote-unquote needs. And that's just wrong, right? You need, it comes back to the first episode that I talked about. Ask yourself if you really need that shit. And, and in a lot of scenarios, you could probably figure it out by not getting a loan and just saving the cash. It's that simple. Again, my sweet spot's five to 10 grand. Save up that dough and, and let's get to work, man. Let's get a solid car. You know, also, never lease. Unless it's through work, you get tax benefits, etc. Never ever lease a car. It is, you're lighting money on fire, you know? And I mean, listen, if you want to stay broke, then and go finance and lease a car. I, I promise you, that you know you're gonna stay broke if you if you really go that route or relatively broke to how wealthy you could be 
you know what I'm saying? When you realize how much money you could have made investing it, right? It's wild. And now I kind of just want to talk to my, my car enthusiasts. And if you've been listening to this and it's like, well, I can justify it, etc. If you are a car enthusiast, you know, you know exactly how expensive of a hobby this is. And, and, and if you're perfectly okay with it, then, and then I get that. But even then, I, I strongly suggest you have everything in order. Take care of your, you know, your needs. Don't get a big ass loan. Like, don't do any of that shit. Just apply the principles the same. Save up the cash, get the car, take care of your needs, your investing, your saving, your etc. And then if you have money saved up after that, then then you can, you know, indulge on that. But put what matters first, even if you are a car enthusiast. But yo, most of us A to B tool, don't pay A to Z money for an A to B tool, please. And now it's just time for the new money mailbag. So this week, my boy Sam is the winner. And his question was, when do you think the stock market will bottom out? I don't know. I don't think anybody on the planet knows when um, this slide is going to bottom out. It's pretty much unpredictable. And so if you're planning on investing, don't wait for the bottom. There's virtually no chance you'll you'll hit it. Invest periodically and buy into the dip is what I'd say if you're uh, an investor. Again, I know I always keep saying this. We are going to touch on investing and fundamentals and everything like that. Um, <laughs> I feel like every question I get is about investing. So um, we will get to that. But uh, shout out to you, Sam. I'm going to send you a little something. And guys, please ask us questions. We're just giving away prizes just for asking questions. So congrats, Sam. Good shit, man. And I'm um, looking forward to answering the next question next week. So kind of just went on a rant for the majority of this episode. And again, I apologize for the audio quality. It really isn't too great. But And I'm all stuffed up and all that. But it's all good. Takeaways for this episode. Number one, buy used, not new. There's no reason why you should be buying a new car. There really isn't. If you disagree, please send me a message. Let's talk about it. Number two, pay cash, save up the money, grind your ass off, get by, do what you can, struggle bust your way through it until you have enough cash to buy it in full. Let's not make long-term financial decisions based off short-term needs, right? Quote unquote needs. Let's be smart. Let's do what we can. Let's, let's grind our face off. Let's save up the cash. Let's buy used. Number three, let's never lease unless you can get tax benefits from it or it's through your work, but we're never going to lease because that's quite literally lighting your money on fire. And number four, lastly, uh, ask yourself what you're getting the car for and, and pay accordingly. And again, you can get a fantastic car for well under 10 grand. Uh, you know, I think that five grand is, is the magic number, um, but you could definitely find gems uh, for less than that. So just keep that in mind. Guys, let's not spend all our wealth on something we use for literally an hour a day right let's let's save our money let's buy accordingly let's let's minimize and and put our money to work in much better productive ways thank you guys so much for tuning in love y'all hope everyone's keeping safe god bless everyone nate kenny new money pod i'm out this mother peace